Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and to all our ships at sea. It's the Grey Knight Erotic Podcast. I don't know why I'm doing this voice, because it's not in any way an old-timey episode. I hope you enjoy it. This is some week. I am your host and author of the piece you're about to hear with a better and sexier voice than this one, the Grey Knight. You can call me Jack if that's too much for you. There's not really an update, just the same old usual things. Thanks for making me one of the luckiest men in the world! Today's piece, a total fan request. Somebody said they thought it might be hot to go to the gym with me. I agreed. A little bit of sweaty on the old bit of machinery. That should get us all in the old pink. Hope you enjoy. This piece is called P.R. Come on. You got this. Easy. Easy. Come on. One. Two. One. Two. Good. One, two. One, two. Good. Easy. Flex it out. Stick it right on out. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. Thrust your ass out. Lock it in place. Come on. You know the form. Good. One, two. One, two. Just as easy as that, right? (laughs) Okay, okay. Take a breather. No, I'm very impressed. You're doing quite well. You don't think so? (laughs) What are you talking about? You look great. No, I don't. And get paid... To make you sweat. I'm saying you look great because you look great. Everybody's taking it easy. Well, I'm not, but I'm paid not to. (laughs) And I like what I do. No, I'm saying it over and over again. In fact, I'm really grateful. For you. Keep coming back here. This bum, time and time again. It means a lot. Oh, there was a rush, but people are dropping off like you wouldn't believe. It's everywhere, too. People are just tuning out. You know, I I just read that people aren't even watching live sports anymore, like half as much as they were, even though they're home more often. That's insane. You know? So, making any effort, trying it all, it, it, it means a lot. And, uh, you're not just trying, you're succeeding. And that's hot. Really. It's gonna stay hot, too, the further on you go. (laughs) I'm not laughing at you. I'm, I'm not laughing. That's a nervous chuckle. It doesn't mean anything. Well... I was just thinking about how it's funny that... You're concerned about how you look. Because you look great. You're a fucking smoke show. You can't compare yourself in all forms and all places, especially in gym lighting and mirrors, to what someone looks like on the red carpet. You understand that, right? This is... 
This is really not my purview, but I just want to make it clear. You are very attractive in motion. You are very attractive as a person. You are very attractive to look at. And if you keep comparing yourself to a standard that's not you, I don't know if you're ever really, really going to feel as good as you should. That's just my advice. I see women all the time in all kinds of positions. And you look astounding. When you feel that, when you embrace that, it only keeps going. One of the things that I would like you to focus on here is how hot you look. Really, when you're lifting, when you're holding your form, when you're looking in the mirror, you may not feel it, so it's instruction now. When you're working out without me, you have to look at your form, you have to practice, and you have to say, well, he thinks I'm hot. Think you can do that for me? That's a harder exercise than making you run up a hill? Seriously? Wow. That sounds kind of nuts. I'm not sure I'd buy it. Here, let's, uh... Let's try a little something. Let me get right behind you. Let me get right up close to your ear here, okay? And I want you to concentrate on how it feels when I touch you like this. I'm going to grab your wrists, and I'm just going to extend them all the way out so that your arms are at your side, at shoulders height. You're in a little T-pose here. And then I'm going to move my hands to your rib cage. Just put them firmly on either side. And do you feel how solid that is? Those muscles? This is part of that core too. It's feeding into it. It's why that core strength is all strength motto just never seems to die. All of the muscles that you have right here, these are really, really good muscles. If you'll forgive the analogy, this is some wonderful backbone. And you cannot in any way say that you didn't earn it. I know. This is what I do. I'm lucky enough to touch women for a living. So, I do happen to have some experience. Funny thing about being a woman you almost certainly have not touched as many women here as I have. When's the last time you even touched yourself? You move it down. Ah, 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 see, your obliques. It doesn't matter if they're not perfectly thin. It's not like an hourglass. This is muscle. This is your core. It sticks out here, and that's by design. These obliques, they're strong. Just like you. Do you feel it? When I push in, do you feel the muscles that you have, the very base strength? You do, don't you? My hands, they know that they're feeling something strong, warm, solid. This is very good. Don't be afraid. Don't make a sound. Just because I'm moving my hands to your back doesn't mean you get to squeak. This is strong. Don't 
be worried about any kind of layer over the muscle. Feel me press in in the indentation. My hands on the small of your back. Do you feel how firm it is under here? Feel with me if you need to. Bring your arms down and push in. You're strong. You're stronger than you think. You're stronger than that still. And I don't want you to forget it. You did the work to make these. You created it. You can further it too. You're hot, lady. Stop questioning it. Start living it. It'll only motivate you all the more. <laughs> no, it's not all bad. I have more free time. Mm. But clients are tapping out, so I'm making the most of the ones I have. And, well, I guess there are a couple of perks. <laughs> well, for one, the gym wasn't filled up after uh, January 1st. I mean, empty as hell. And uh, I guess I haven't had to spend as much time cleaning. Everybody else always had to focus on surface areas a little bit more last year, but pretty much the same deal in here. Hmm. And to be perfectly honest, I don't know what to do with myself with time off, so I like to be busy. I like to keep my hands and other parts of me busy, too. <laughs> sure. Go ahead and ask. <laughs> wow, that was, that was a while back. Um... I took the picture of you for your file. No, it wasn't flirtatious. Uh, I like a before and I like an after if I can get one. I don't show them to anybody. It's for me. But no, I wasn't intending anything. Did you want me to be? <laughs> I meant at the time because, you know... I may be a meathead, but I know what it means when a woman one-on-one -on -one asks that kind of question after you put her hands on her. So, at the time, did you want it to be? Can I just say, I have no idea where that line begins or ends. Authority, abusing it. Sometimes a woman really seems to find it attractive that I have an imposition over her. Other times, it's just the most awful thing. You know it might help if you were to follow my instructions. You see, when I instruct you, you can always say no. So, if I were to instruct you right now, do you think that you could... Yeah? Hmm. Well... Here's the thing. I don't really know how you've imagined something like this going, but um, I really like telling women what to do. Yeah, it doesn't really turn off. In fact, it kind of gets a little bit more intense sometimes. You think you'd be interested in that? Hmm. Well, this might surprise you, but 
something that I like to do is just sit on the equipment after I take off my shorts. Oh, don't act so surprised. You always knew there was nothing on underneath them. I've caught you looking. Besides, I want to lay them out on the carpet so that you can put your knees down on them while I sit on this bench. Hmm. And I want you to get down on your knees right in front of me. Legs spread. Mm. Now this part I know you know what to do with, but we're going to count it out anyway. I want your hands on my thighs, and I don't want them to leave. Do you hear me? That's the right position. Putting your hands out, gripping my thighs, shoulders up, neck fully extended, fully extended. Good. Open that pretty little mouth smoke show. Uh-huh. Mm, no, nobody told you to move. You're going to follow instruction or not? See, I wanted to tap my cock against your pretty little face. Because that way, you could feel how big I am. It's also the same move I did with my shorts. You can feel exactly how big my legs are from the fact that you can rest your knees so easily on them. I like that. I like that. It's almost as much fun as the actual dick-sucking itself. Almost. So, we're going to make sure that this goes all the way down. And that might take a little bit of practice. So, this is position one. With my hands on the back of your head. Let's just go ahead and move the first inch and a half of that dick in your mouth. This is one. And then slowly push down. Easy, easy. Uh, back up. Mm, good. Back up. Good. Back down. Down. Good. Up. Bob up and down, just for a second. Rub your lips all over. Good. Good. Yeah. Position one. Try for two. Stretch, stretch, stretch. Love the way it catches in your mouth. I love the way it catches in your throat. I enjoy it so much. You like that it's so big and thick, don't you? Position one, take a breath, take a breath, rub your lips over it, over it, down, down, two, position two, come on, you can take it, you can take it, you can take it, it's not too big for you, it's not too big for you, yes, fuck yes, 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 Mm, position one, Mm, ah, 
position two. No, why position one? Just hold it there. <laughs> Let me hold your head in my hands as I just fuck your prayer little face for a second. Get ready. It's okay if you need to cough. It's okay if you need to cough. It's a lot to take all at once, isn't it? Mm, never thought you'd be in this position, did you? Oh, can you believe that you're technically paying me for this right now? Do you know what that makes you as you suck my dick? Do you know what I call someone that pays to suck dick? I bet you do. Don't even need to say it, do I? Do I? Position two. Come on down. Take it. Take it. Take it. Did you say you didn't like guys with muscles before you met me? You say you didn't like meatheads before you met me? Take it all. Take it all. Oh, position one. There we go. One, two, one, two. Get down, get down quicker. One, two. I don't think this is going to do it for you. That's enough. Just three more reps. Yes, we can. One, two. One, two. <laughs> One, two. Get the fuck over here. Get up, get up, get up. Bend over this fucking bench right fucking now. Right fucking now. Mm -hmm. You feel that? Do you feel that? We're going to give you a real workout. You're going to have to fucking focus on your breathing now, aren't you? Slapping that wet dick all up on your ass. Making you feel your own spit and saliva as I cover it up. Mm. Come on. You know what to do. Get those legs at shoulders width apart. That's what I want. Oh, fuck yes. Mm. I'm going to put my hand on your back and push down just a little bit further. I'm staring right at your pussy. I'm staring right at your ass and pussy with your fabric right around your fucking ankles. Do you know the position you're in right now? Do you understand how much you're mine? That must be why you're so fucking wet, isn't it? Tapping this goddamn cock right against your slit from beneath, seeing just a couple of your droplets fall. I love how much you want this. I love how much you're into this. And I don't even know why. Is it because you think I'm so goddamn attractive? Do you like my body? Is it my voice? Is it the power? Is it the play? I am gonna find out. If I make this pussy that wet, I want more and more and more and more. Oh, fuck yes I do. Oh, fuck yes I do. Are you gonna give it to me? Are you gonna give it to me? Or are you gonna fucking give it to me? There. 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 Fucking... <laughs> so fucking point despite being wet. This is why I made you choke on that cock. So I could push it into you. I love how big I am. I love how much bigger I am than you. I love that you love it too. I wanted to fuck you for so long. 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 Yes, 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 yes.
Yes, yes, come on, god damn it, yes, I'm not gonna fucking come until you come, I'm not gonna come until you come, I'm not gonna come until you come, you have to come on this dick, you have to come on this dick, do you hear me, do you hear me, fucking pumping from my horn, take it, take it, take it, I'm not gonna fucking come until you come, I'm not gonna come until you come, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, god damn you, give it to me, 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 I want it, I want it, I wanna hear you, I wanna feel you, I wanna hear you, I wanna feel you, I want this wet pussy all over the stick. No, no, no. Give it to me. Come on! If you come, I'll come. If you come, I'll come. You have to come all over me. You have to come all over me. Yes, you can. Yes, you will. You will come for me. 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 No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. Ha 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 yes uh I should <laughs> I don't know if I should help you pull your shorts up or take them off mm. here <laughs> let's at least get you lying down on the bench Whew. look at you panting mm. hold on hold on just one one sec. I'll be right back. Just one second. Mm. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Uh, uh. Mm. Say hard bodies. <laughs> Yeah, that was the idea that you weren't ready for the picture. But, um, don't worry, like I said. It's only for my own personal use. You didn't like that? You didn't like taking a picture in that position? Well then, I guess what you're saying is that it can't be your after picture. That you're going to have to come back. You're going to have to train with me some more. And then we're going to take a picture after that session to replace this one. Over and over again. Until you say you're ready to take your last after picture. <clears throat> I think I decided. I think you should pull those shorts up with my cum still inside you. I think we should give you a few more sets. And then, I have quite some ideas for cardio. And here's hoping you enjoyed that piece. You have questions, I have rambles. Hey, this is Tria. Hello, Tria. So you've been given the gift of time travel. Oh no! But you can only travel before 1970 
And while you're gone, you must see two musicians live. Oh. Where would you go and who would you see? Ah, <laughs> uh, white people time travel questions. Uh, they're always so specific. Okay. Uh, I have to go pre-1970. I don't want to go to Woodstock. Pre-1970. You know, I'm really bad with names. There was a Spanish Mambo king back when Mambo was taking over the world uh, about a century ago, I want to say. 1920s. Early 1920s was the peak of Mambo, I believe, internationally. There was a Mambo king. I want to say Spanish Mambo heartthrob. Uh, and he died suddenly, and then all across the world, but especially, again, I want to say Spain, women were throwing themselves off bridges in front of trains and shit. Like, a bunch of women committed suicide because he died. He was that much of, like, a heartthrob way before, you know, any kind of studio system existed that could manufacture that kind of reaction. And so I think I would love to see him live. Bet you didn't expect an answer like that. You know, I, you know what, since it counts, I'm going to just pretend that I could, I could, I could translate or enjoy it or whatever, or I could bring somebody back with me that could like teach me. I would absolutely die to see an original secondhand performance of the Odyssey. Like, that would be the shit. Like around somebody's like kitchen pit with the professional singer. They're only going to sing for one night, so you're only going to get a, get a couple of chapters and shit. Uh, that would be great, though, wouldn't it? Because as I understand it, Homer didn't actually ever perform it. This is I'm not I'm not on Greek history, so if I if I'm getting this wrong, let me know. But the Odyssey had a huge influence on me. Greek mythology had a huge influence on me. And to be perfectly honest, I still see it all the time. Whenever somebody's running around the universe in sci-fi with their boat and their crew, and they're always saving the crew, and there's always the new adventure, and sometimes the adventure takes you like a week or two, but sometimes it's a whole season. Whenever that show, like that's The Expanse right now, or like Stargate, or like any of those, that's just the Odyssey. That's all I see. Uh, every time. And like they'll even have a central hero almost every time in that in that sci-fi show. So it's been it was really influential to me. Uh, but as I understand it, Homer never performed it. He wrote it, but he never performed it. Uh, and he taught people and then they performed it. Uh, so seeing as close to an original performance of the Odyssey from somebody who's all like, you guys are not gonna believe this shit that I've got. You know, like somebody who's all like, guys, guys. You're not going to believe the story I'm going to tell you right now. It has everything. Like, somebody who's not jazz. Like, that'd be a lot of fun. Thank you very much, Tree. I appreciate you. Uh-oh. Hello, Jack. It's Printer. Hello, Printer. I hope you're doing well. I am. I've come down with a stomach bug. No! Uh, so I'm taking things very easy <laughs> when I can. Uh, but it got me wondering, what kind of things bring you the most comfort uh, when you're feeling under the weather? And that doesn't have to be limited to food or drink. Mm. Um, I don't know. Do you put anything on to watch to fall asleep? Oh, definitely or not. Are you more of the rest quietly type? Uh, well, I, I, I thank you very much, Printer. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you. I hope you feel much better soon. Um, I will say I went to food and drink immediately when you asked before you put that qualification on there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I went to food or drink. 
So I cannot drink. I don't really drink soda anymore. I'll occasionally get a Coke or especially a cherry Coke if I'm driving someplace. Uh, it's just a fun little treat. But I really am keeping that down. I'm drinking the green tea. Uh, occasionally I'll drink black tea, orange pico, and, and uh, caffeinate and try and record some stuff for you gals. But by and large, um, by, by and large, I, I've, I've pushed soda out of my diet entirely. And <laughs> I don't know why this feels so, I'm a little, I don't know why this feels so strange to admit, but here we go. Uh, and a big reason why I did that is because I uh, used to drink Dr. Pepper, and I sat down next to a British expat one day, and he goes, Oh, you Yanks, you're the only sort who would pay good money to drink cough syrup. <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, Dr. Pepper, clearly, 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 the way he got his medical degree was by overprescribing cough syrup to the point that his own taste buds were coated in it, and therefore he could not t- tell the difference between it. I'm 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 gussing up a little bit. He wasn't this clever. And it and the cough syrup that he'd been taking and the and the syrup he was working on at home. Cheerio, Pippa. And uh, from that day on, I could never drink Dr Pepper. Fairly young in my twenties at that point, and from that day on, every time I put a Dr Pepper or a Mr Pib to my lips, I was like, oh my god. It does taste a little bit like cough syrup. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. And normally when somebody says something like that, it has no influence on me whatsoever. There's a, there's a mantra in my head that comes from Bruce Campbell, uh, more fox for me. Usually that's my opinion where I'm like, if I'm eating a pizza and somebody goes, oh no, you like that company pizza? Ew. I just think more fox for me because I get to eat that pizza and I enjoy it. You're not going to influence me. Screw you. Um... But he did rev- he didn't influence me, this British man. He revealed a truth about the universe that I had hidden from myself. And that's a different thing. So I couldn't drink cough syrup anymore. <laughs> See? I couldn't drink Dr. Pepper anymore. Uh, and that just ha- that was just a flip. That was just that happened one day. And the reason why I bring this up is because sometime after that, um, I realized I couldn't drink ginger ale anymore. I was having ginger ale with pretzels or something. Just as a snack? And I was like, oh no. This is starting to taste like sick medicine too. Not cough syrup, but like, you only ever had 7-Up and ginger ale as a kid when you were sick. And the association kind of spread from there. And so I, I had soda occasionally, you know, after that for a long time. But when I was weaning myself off of it a couple of years back, that's how I did it. I, uh, wow, I'm getting really personal. Uh, <clears throat> I had a high school teacher who the way that she stopped smoking and she told us all was that she just convinced herself after trying everything. She even did hypnotherapy and shit and didn't work. After trying everything to quit smoking, she said the only thing that worked for her is, oh, you can't have that. You'll be sick. Oh, you can't smoke. You'll be sick. And she wouldn't be. She loved smoking and she wouldn't have a bad reaction to it at all. She was, in fact, you know have nick fits and shit when she was telling herself this. But she goes, if you smoke that, you'll be so sick. Right now, you'll be uh, 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 so sick. And that's the only way that she could convince herself to not smoke. Um, Well, that, again, that had a big lasting influence on me. And so trying to wean myself off sugar or soda or whatnot, I still use that. I still use that trick a little bit. 
When I, when I feel like I've got the upper hand and I really want to do it, I'm like, mm, can't do that. You'll be sick. You got too much to do today. You can have it tomorrow if you still want it. You'll be sick if you do it today. Uh, and so that's, that's my way of saying that when I feel truly, truly sick, uh, and I'm planning on it because, you know, I'm going to get vaccinated as soon as fucking possible. And uh, I hope I don't have a big reaction to it. But there's no telling. There really is no, as far as I can tell from the people in my life who have gotten it, there's no telling who it's going to knock on their ass or not. Uh, so I'm just going to prepare that it is. And my preparation is, oh, isn't it going to be so nice to just sleep with the cat? Just pour a shit ton of dry food? Because that's what I do. I measure out the cat's dry food every day anyway. Uh, so like if I'm going to go down for a vaccine nap... I'm just going to measure out two to three times what I normally pour her every 12 hours uh, and just pour out 24, to, depending on how I feel, right before it's right before it's down to tighten, down goes tighten. Uh, I will pour that out on, on her little kitty dish. She will be very grateful. Uh, and then I will pass the fuck out and have crazy dreams and shit. Uh, that's, that's, my, that's my vaccination plan, and I can't begin to tell you how excited I am for it. Thank you again, Pritcher. Hey, Jack. Uh, it's been a little while, so I hope you're... <laughs> I just did a fucking British voice, and then a British fan comes back. You tell me that's not bad luck. Doing good, and you're looking after yourself. I'm kind of looking to pick your brain a little bit. So Do it. I'm trying to start going hiking a lot more. There's <gasps> lots of mountains around me, so I'm trying to get out and about. Um, and I know you've talked about hiking a lot in the past. Mm. I just wondered... What kind of things you would carry with you? <laughs> things you suggest I take with me as someone who's completely new to this. Um, obviously, I will have my favorite podcast to keep me company. Very good. What else would you suggest I take with me when I'm out and about? Um, I look forward to hearing your thoughts, <laughs> and I hope you're doing good. Catch you soon. Thank you so much, Jody. It's really wonderful to hear from you. I hope you're doing well. Besides, um, so the first thing is uh, sunscreen. You're going to want to get your sunscreen, and you're going to want to put it on. I'm dead serious, because the next thing you're going to want to put on is layers of clothing. And this is kind of a confusing thing I've discovered in people uh, who have not lived in, 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 in regions where the temperature can change pretty quickly, because layering is so second nature to me. But then talking about stuff like – I'm just going to real briefly talk about the advantage of a hoodie while hiking – and why hoodies are fantastic for hiking. So if you put on a hoodie, you could think – if you've never worn one especially, you could think, oh, you must be roasting alive in that thing, especially if you're hiking in like 75 or 80 degrees Fahrenheit plus. And the answer that I have to that is you've obviously never worn one because if you wear a hoodie uh, with just a light, light, light layer of clothing or no clothing on underneath it whatsoever – I'm going to talk about layering in a second here uh, – and then shorts – you are just constantly circling cool air as you move through. Like, your body heat is constantly just cycling out, and it's almost like a natural fan effect. Fans don't make your body heat any cooler. They're just constantly sending the body heat that you're radiating uh, away, right? It's, uh, they don't actually blow it away, as I understand it. Isn't that fucked up? But I'm not a physicist, and I don't know body heat besides the body heat that I give to you. So don't don't quote me on that one. Um, but I, I do think that heat exchange principle is really interesting when you think about it like that, that the fan's moving over you. And like if you've ever studied something called wet bulb temperature, which sounds like it's going to be way more interesting if you hear about that on a sex podcast than it is. Um, 
but just super quick, when you, to, to sweat and to lower your body heat by sweating, you have to be able to sweat. You can't be covered in water and fluid that's thicker and more viscous or warmer or certain uh, qualifications than your body, or else you'll just uh, not be able to sweat, and then you'll die in your own skin. It's actually a really horrible way to go. Sorry, that's not fun. Uh, but the reason why I'm bringing up wet bulb and bringing up layering is because what you want to do more than anything with a hike, because your your body heat, your exertion, your rate of travel, the temperature, uh, especially if you're going to be climbing, especially if you're going to be uh, making a, a, a pretty big climb or descent that day in altitude, uh, boy, howdy. Every 15, 20 minutes can be a different temperature uh, experience. And what layering allows you to do, if you have the hoodie and you have the long sleeve t-shirt in your backpack or your fanny pack, you don't call them fanny packs because that means pussy over there. It's very funny. Uh, but if, but in, in, your, in, in your supplies, if you should have a short light tee, very short, very light, very, very light, very light cloth, all right? Uh, and then a, a long sleeve, heavier cloth, and then a hoodie, if you have those three tops, and then your shorts or whatever pants you're comfortable with. I recommend very baggy pants if you're going to go with pants. Uh, don't wear lycra. Don't. I know it makes your ass look great and shit, but like you know, not for hiking. I don't think it's good. Uh, you want you want looser clothing, and then that way when you're moving, like don't be worried about the swish and shit. For one, that's going to tell all the animals where you're at. If you're constantly going, that's fantastic because bears hear that, and they're. I know there's no bears in England. Bears hear that, and they're all like, well, I'm not going over there, which is great because, you know, that's almost all bear attacks is a bear being all like, what the fuck? Where'd you come from? Uh, So having that constant noise, I'm I'm just fucking around at this point. Sometimes I have fun answering questions. Bite me. Uh, But, like, don't worry about the swishing around. I'm just screwing around by having too much fabric on. But just, like, really imagine having loose fabric on so that it's not – tight around your waist in any way and it's allowing the air intake however much you've allowed with those three different layers on top to flow all the way through uh your shorts your pants your pantaloons that are loose whatever you want this is the best way to be and then of course you have the sunscreen so you can take off your clothing as much as you want uh i'm a man so i didn't mention a bra or a sports bra uh or whatever you might need because boy from a male's perspective, I've dated women with pretty heavy cups. I've dated women with pretty light cups. Uh, I've dated women, you know, across across the physica- physicality spectrum, how, how physical they wanted to be in nature and shit. And I can never tell when a woman's going to need a bra or a special bra or not. As far as I can tell, breasts are incredibly, incredibly, incredibly uh, individual in, in their sensitivity and pain and all that, and you're, there's no guessing. So whatever you need for that and to get around that sweat, I'm sorry. That I can't advise you on. I can only imagine how shitty it would be to have this advice and then have that be undercut by like, but what about a sports bra? That undercuts I don't know. The only thing I know about sports bras is that when I take them off, in real life, women act like NPCs in RPGs when you free them for a quest or something. Like when you unhook a sports bra in real life off a woman, she's like, I've always loved you. It was always you. It was always you. (laughs) Hope, 
That helps. No, it probably doesn't. Allie! Hi, Jack. Here with some more questions. Some questions from Alina. Hello, Alina. Question one. Are you partial to the sexy librarian or cheerleader or any other costume in the bedroom? (laughs) I am not. Uh, I am not a sexual role-play guy, believe it or not. Uh, If you like a lot of scene play and stuff, I know that must be disappointing because I would be great at it. Uh, but like, you know, I'll just be, just be real with you. Instead of an outfit or an archetype, you know, if I want to make you a quote unquote cheerleader, the way that we do stuff like that is I bring home ice cream that you like, and I tell you that I'm going to fuck you from behind while you eat it. And if you make a noise, I'm going to take the ice cream away from you. Like, that's how I do that kind of thing. Thank you very much, Elena. Question two. Oh, shit. So, Elena. Have you used sex toys on yourself or had someone use them on you? <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. I'm not telling you any more Question than that, but three. yes. Crotchless panties what? or none at all? Uh, I'm definitely going to go with none at all because panties are expensive. <laughs> so if you're gonna if you're gonna buy panties that just let your pussy lips hang out, just let your pussy lips hang out, baby. They're your pussy lips. We'll love them. I'll kiss them. And some questions from anonymous. Hello, anon. Question one. It's been so fun hearing about all your cooking adventures. Thank you. Where do you like to enjoy all these awesome meals you make? At your desk, kitchen or dining room tables, standing over the kitchen sink? <laughs> uh, I don't like effort, work, uh, trying. Really, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of words for ergo that you could put in there that I think make sense. Um, I don't like it. So the way that I cook is I cook everything and then I do all the dishes because if I don't do them then, I'm probably not going to do them while the food cools and then I eat the food. Um, In that sense, I actually do eat over the kitchen sink when I make a chicken or a duck. One of my favorite things about uh, cooking a big old bird is that one of the ways that you check and see if it's done is you just kind of pull it out and you just kind of fuck with it. You don't cut into it. You don't poke it and see if the juice runs clear. You just kind of grab parts of the bird's uh, wings and legs, and you're just all like, do you move enough? Well, then you're probably fucking done. Uh, and it's a great test. Like, if you can feel if you can feel that flesh go, oh, my God, if you're a vegetarian, I'm so sorry right now. Vegan or vegetarians, I'm so sorry. But if you can feel that flesh start to move, that's fantastic. Uh, and so when I do make one of these, because I'm so excited when I cook my chicken or ducks at this point, they're just getting perfect every time. Uh, I will actually have this rare and great pleasure. I get to rip the wings off the bird, and I get to set them on a little plate, and I'm cleaning up. And just like, you know, as I, as I do the dishes, I get to have as an appetizer, while the rest of it uh, cools, I get to have four of the most delicious and perfect-tasting wings, hot wings of my life. Isn't that nice? And I've learned from my cooking that even if I don't want to make the chicken itself or the duck itself— uh, like hot wing style, I've learned how to make just the wings hot wing, like how to cut how to cover just the wings in like hot wing sauce and then rip them off and have them as an appetizer before I have the rest of it. Tell me that's not fucking awesome. So I do actually eat that way over the sink. Besides that, I'm kind of a fuddy-duddy when it comes to eating, and I don't know how to change this around in time to date, especially if I were to like date a woman who has like kids or shit. Uh, cause you know, like I'm not against that possibility, 
uh, in a way, <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, I think it would work out great for me if you're a good mom who actually loves her kids um, and actually puts them before everything. Because I'm lazy. And if you're always busy with your kids and you only really want to call me up for a good time and shit, like, I know, you're not gonna, I know you don't want to introduce me to your kids. So that's already like, we don't even have to have that conversation. <laughs> you don't want to introduce me to your kids. So it's going to be like a separate bubble situation. That's nice. And then the kids are taking up way more bubble than me. Oh, that's pretty nice, too. So, like, you know, I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Uh, <laughs> I've entertained the possibility, and it's an entertaining possibility. When it comes to the idea of thinking about how to... <sighs> I'm so nervous when talking about myself, and I have to say all the sexual questions through me. I know. I know. I'm a silly goose. So just... Let's pull it back, fuddy-duddy, eating dinner, gonna have to work at it if it's with a woman who has kids, because she's gonna have all this, like, eating protocol. Because I don't know if you know this, but human beings do not come out of the womb prepared to be human beings. And therefore, there's a lot of, like, trial and error, as far as I can tell, from parents and that, and, like, there's a lot of ritual that goes into eating and all that sort of thing. Uh, and I eat making sure I'm A, not watching anything, because if you watch something while you eat, you overeat every time. The only time I allow myself to eat while watching something is drinking down my oatmeal mush in the morning. Um, and then like I'll watch like news reports or I'll, I'll watch highlights or something. Uh, and then that's the only time because I'm drinking down my micro mush anyway, my micronutrient mush anyway. So who gives a shit? <laughs> eating more of that is the goal. <laughs> uh, so I don't. I often don't put on music. If I do put on music, I want to listen to the music when I eat. Uh, but I eat eating in silence, uh, especially if like it's really good uh, and I've spent a long time making it or if I've been looking forward to it and I buy it out. Um, for instance, I still can't fucking make a pizza crust. My bread bowls are so good. My potato bread is so good. My normal bread is so good. My buns are really, really starting to be fantastic. And besides that, my hamburger buns are starting to be pretty good, too. That was a butt joke. And I, I'm really – it's amazing to me that I can get all these other fucking breads down. I got a baked ziti that's to die for. It comes out so perfect every time. I've made it three times now. And the first time it came out, uh, but the next last two times it came out fucking great. And I'm making the sauce from scratch and everything. It's a good baked ziti. I can't get the pizza crust down. Isn't that funny? Um, now, shit, boy, uh, I went on, I went on, a, I went on a little too many rambles on that one, didn't I? I think that's all I say, right? Oh, I said a lot. Okay, keep going, Anon. Question two. Oh, no. Where is somewhere you think more people should visit, either in their own city or in the world? Uh, can I be a fuddy-duddy and introduce you to the idea of over-touristing so that you don't tourist so that I can keep doing it? And final question. Any general advice on how to cultivate a better sex life post-COVID? Oh, shit. Well, you're very welcome and thank you, Allie. Uh, appreciate you, Anon. Uh, appreciate everybody who sent something in. Tria, Printer, Jody. Uh, and I believe Elena, 
Uh, apologies. I'm not great with names. Thank you all for taking the time to send in those questions. Thank you, Allie, very much for reading the questions for the girls who are too shy. Please, 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 please send them in. Um, as soon as you have that question, I can't promise you when you'll hear it, but we're we're pretty much playing them all. Uh, I just I want to record them ahead of time, and that works out great with this answer because the best way that you can have sex post COVID is really, really wanting to. Now, that can sound so simple, but really, make sure that you really, really want to would be my advice, because that's that's the... I think that's the problem with going through collective trauma or going through something that everybody's trying to ignore or move past. You're, when you're trying to find your settings and your footing again, you can overcompensate, or you can read into it, or you can say, I might not get another chance, and I have to enforce yourself through a brass ring you did not want to go. If you're really eager for it, and if you find somebody who you think is going to give it to you in a way that you're excited for, that's great. That's fantastic. If not... That's probably okay, too, for a little while. I don't want anybody feeling that way for the rest of their life, for another year. But I do want you, especially if you're one of these people who believes in a post-COVID, I want you to really 100% do your best when when you've convinced yourself that it's over enough for you to go out there and get laid. To make sure that you're not doing it for anything other than a good time, than the experience of having a good time. You're not doing it to have sex, to have the experience and hoping that you have a good time. You're not doing uh, something that you think has sounded good in your isolation or something that you promised yourself you'd always do. And then you get there on the other side, you're like, yeah, I promised myself, so here we go. No, no, no. It's great to have adventure, and it's fantastic to challenge yourself. And I really hope this doesn't come across as mansplaining, because... I advise this of men as well, except you know damn well from the men in your life. Oh, I always really want to have sex. Oh, 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 oh. Um, so that the question doesn't work nearly as well. <laughs> Make sure you want it. It's a funny thing, isolation. It's a funny thing going without if you're one of those who has. It's a funny thing, lots and lots of stress day after day. It can change you, and it's all right. Your appetites, your explorations, anything you want to delve into. I really think that that's okay. Let me give you some mental health advice from actual experts. Because uh, one thing that I've been reading about is deaths of despair. I'm not trying to bring you all down. But, of course, we all knew that they were going to go up. And I was very curious about when, where, and how. Would it be addictions? Would it be suicides? Uh would it would it just be labeled as attrition because people didn't want to look too closely at it beneath the surface? I don't know. And to tell you the truth, finding information about that hasn't been the easiest in the world since we're still going through a lot of that pain right now. But as an entertainer and as somebody who wants you to believe in the other side and get to the other side of your personal hard period, since you definitely helped me do so, thank you, is to focus on that feeling, that sensation of adventure. Not the libido, not the horniness, not the sensation of something missing, not the dread. Deep in you, 
and for many of you, maybe not so deep. There's a barometer that tells you, I think this is good. I think this is good. This is fun. That barometer needs calibration. The best, the most wonderful minds I've ever met, the most eager and full hearts, calibration. Listen to it. Recalibrate. Find a way to reach out and fulfill that sensation with others. Not fill, fulfill. I can sound like a cute little Amanda Gorman-style uh, poetic uh, juxtaposition. It's not meant to be. There is filling a void. There is fulfilling needs. And there is just fulfillment. Getting sex, however much we can say it's a need, it's not. Otherwise, I'd be dead. But it is very fulfilling when you do it right. And it's devastating when you push yourself too hard. Don't push yourself too hard because you don't think you're going to get another chance. Push yourself exactly as hard as your desire wants you to. Who's going to tell you? You're going to tell you. Nobody else can. All right. That's going to do it for us, from me, from Ali, from Arya, from Serena, from all the gals on the server, and all of the ladies of the night who are just so excited to keep the Jubilee on a rolling. Thank you very much. I hope I'm wrong, too, about COVID. I do, because I want to see you. Do you think my voice is getting stronger all the time, my attitude better? Do you think I'm getting more consistent, friendly, open, and even a little bit sexy? Did I say sexy twice? The thing is, I think so, too. And I hope that you can keep on investing in me the way that you have. I don't mean financially, however nice that is, if you have the money to spare. I do, in fact, mean with your kind words, with your support, with your reviews, with your clicks, with your telling of friends. When you think I've turned in good work, when you think that I am worthy of it, however I can earn it with you, that's fun. That's good for me. And I think we're in a good place right now. Things are so stressful. Things are so aggravating and stressful for me right now. And yet... Over and over again, I remember my meditation. I remember my mantra. I focus on what I can do and change and be and feel. And then I try and make the most of it at that moment. After yelling at my cat or flipping off a video game. I'm not perfect. All right, guys. Thank you very much. From the bottom of my heart, it has been a wonderful, wonderful week to share with you. I hope you have a great weekend ahead of you. Send in those questions. See you next week. Bye.